With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, well, guys, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> This is right about the time when every florist is like, you'll pay whatever we tell you and like it. <laughs> yep, some of uh, the top Valentine's Day gifts this year are candy, jewelry, and gift cards. Oh yeah, nothing says romantic, well-thought-out present like a Panera gift card. That's what I say. <laughs> On Valentine's Day, you can always tell who's been married a while, because instead of going out to dinner, they're like, uh, we got three layers of the seven-layer dip left from Sunday. You want to just <laughs> split that? It's in- it's interesting that the cultural vibe on Valentine's Day is that, in despite what I always say every single year, uh, to the point of annoyance, that every successful long term couple I've ever known in my life doesn't take it seriously. But the joke is like that's because love is dead or something like that. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a- right that if you don't take it seriously and skillfully, you know, pull it off skillfully. There's something terribly wrong with you, and, and you should be judged for it or rejected for it. But so many dramatic couples I've known in my life who, you know, come apart over Valentine's Day not being enough, that was the proper way to I don't know. It's confusing to me. Yeah, it's, it's like it own, it hangs around mostly as the gist for jokes or and a, well, well, commercialism. Well, you, you go to Seize Candy today in the mall. You'll stand in line for 20 minutes. I mean, it's, you know, it sells a lot of stuff. Hmm. Human beings, odd, odd creatures. I, I was thinking for quite a while about how to present some of the things that I'm about to present to you, and I, I couldn't decide whether to go in depth on some of them or just kind of go with a digest of gender-bending madness. And there's one thing in particular that I reserve the right to go into depth later on, 
later today or just later. Um, but I've decided to go with a quick digest of how aggressive and sick the radical gender theory, radical queer theory stuff is right now, and how aggressively they're preaching it to children. Uh, just a quick note, Illinois is trying to pass House Bill 4876. Uh, if it's passed, Illinois parents will lose custody if they refer, refuse to affirm and endorse transgender drugs and surgical procedures. Up to and including uh, breast removal, penis removal, etc. <clears throat> it includes any medical procedures uh, outside of that, like vaccines, abortions, etc., without parental consent. It essentially drives a a hard legal wedge between children and their parents in terms of medical decisions. Man, Sue, who who would be making the call on that? So the kid, the kid says, "Hey, hey, Dad, I'm not a girl; I'm a boy," or I want an abortion, for instance. But yeah. Uh... Dad says, well, sorry, until you're 18, I'm not getting you the surgery. They go to, what, the police or the school or who uh, Yeah, probably, it? I suspect very strongly it would be through the school because that's the contact point for radicals for your kids. And they, they would know who to call, what agency. That is crazy. Illinois Department of Health or whatever. I might actually kidnap my kid and go to another country or something like extreme like that. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. Parents who refuse to affirm will be labeled unsafe and abusive, can face up to 15 years in prison, fines up to $25,000. There's no age limit. Any adult can take a child to receive the outlined procedures. If they're 11 years old, um, that's fine. The activist, the queer activist in school will take your kid. And doctors performing these procedures cannot be sued under any circumstances, according to this law they're trying to pass in Illinois. Wow. Part of the reason I bring this up is just to remind you. If you're a doctor... Who would perform uh, like a penis removal on an 11 year old? There's something really wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, there really is. Uh, so, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, who's a billionaire and a trustee at Duke University, I, I read, um, and I only bring that up because I came across quite a thorough article in the Carolina Journal, which I'm not familiar with, but one of our beloved listeners from uh, North Carolina sent it. And uh, they're, they're pointing out that J.B. Pritzker, who has a transgender sister, brother, whatever, cousin, um, he and his family are like the George Washington and Thomas Jefferson of radical gender theory and pushing it into colleges, universities, and medical centers. They spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to promote this sickness. J.B. Pritzker has his eye on the White House. He is semi-frequently named as if Biden can't do it or next election uh, as a heavyweight. It literally, he's a big fat guy. But um, <laughs> uh, as somebody who might to be president and it's interesting i wish i had time to go into depth in this uh, on this article but they're talking about how duke university and its medical center have gone super activist on the give chemicals to kids cut off their breasts that sort of thing the gender affirming surgeries which is sex changes experimental sex change for children and this article is extremely critical of that and tracks jb pritzker's uh, activism uh, and 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 it explains that that's a big explainer uh, explanation of why Duke's gone in such a radical direction. Um, and and again, there's a lot to it, and it's thorough, and it's unbelievable. Uh, I hope it got some attention, you know, around Duke University. Yet another example. This one is uh, what I saw somebody caption this something to the effect of, "Okay, I give up." 
Transit police in Vancouver are seeking the public's help in capturing a person who sexually assaulted a woman at a train station last year. I don't like the word sexual assault. It was a rape. Subject is described as 30, 40 years of age, 5'10 and 6 feet tall, with dark complexion, slender build, wearing a wig, long, dark, wavy hair, blah, blah, blah. But they don't mention if it's a male or a female, uh, which would certainly help because it would eliminate half the population, right? Mm. Well, the person from a distance is dressed like a woman, but the face has the heavy jaw and forehead of a man. Um... And then here, where's the, uh... Actually, it turns out the police do know. You see, the suspect has a penis, and there was semen left at the scene. You, you? But, said the coppers, uh, when asked, why didn't you have the suspect sex in a press release? We've left, this is, this is the moment where you either become an activist with me on this crap, or you give up. Says the head cop. We've left it out for a reason. It's because we don't know. The video evidence shows someone who would appear female, who is female presenting, but the physical evidence is that of a a genetic male. So they say they don't know if it was a male or a female. Well, it's like that audio we played from the, the Texas law enforcement about that shooting at the church where they were tying themselves into knots to make sure they were on the right side politically of calling this person a woman and justifying why they did. So just to briefly summarize, we are at a point where sworn peace officers say of a person who raped a woman with his penis and left semen at the scene, we don't know if it's a man or a woman. That is pretty crazy. As Voltaire said, if they can make you repeat absurdities, they can make you commit atrocities. I believe that. A couple more. I'm not done. New York Post, Montana parents say they lost custody of daughter after opposing 14-year-old's gender transition. Anybody ever raised a 14-year-old girl? The idea of 14-year-old girls making permanent life-altering decisions in defiance of their parents and being backed by the courts is scary. Of course, Jennifer, whose name was changed, expressed suicidal thoughts at school unless she got her... Her gender transition, her experimental sex change chemicals and surgery. She came home, drank some toilet bowl cleaner, and took painkillers and attempted to take, or take her own life. So the state said, well, obviously, then we can perform experimental procedures. God, you realize if you give in to teenagers, if, if, if threatening to kill themselves is a trump card where you get to do anything, that's a, it's a, it's going to be a tough spot. Wow. That's, a, that's like an example of Goodhart's Law. Where if you're standard for, okay, how do we know a teen is serious about their desire to whatever, become a dude or get their breast removed or whatever? It's if they threaten suicide. Well, once that becomes your measure, it's no longer suitable as a measure because people will exploit it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, I'd, uh, you know, again, I'd like to go into depth on this one. It's a tragic story. It's absolutely heartbreaking. These parents love their daughter so much. Oh, yeah. And their family oh, yeah. was destroyed by this. Oh, God. It would be just, I can't imagine dealing with that. Holy crap. Dad claims ex wife forced young son to transition despite oh, his protests. Oh, my God. If you had a split family and the other one wants to do that, holy crap. His ex, radical gender activist. My son has never been diagnosed with gender dysphoria. 
His wife started recommending puberty blockers when he was nine years old. This is a mentally ill woman abusing a child, and he lost custody. I would kidnap the kid, and I'd go to a different country. I'd do something like crazy like that. What else are you going to do? And this is the one I was going to go into depth on. Even the New York freaking times, folks. As kids, they thought they were trans. They no longer do. Grace Powell was 12 or 13 when she discovered she could be a boy. Growing up in relatively conservative Grand Rapids, Michigan, like many teenagers, she didn't feel comfortable in her own skin. She was unpopular, frequently bullied. Puberty made everything worse. She suffered, suffered from depression, in and out of therapy. I felt so detached from my body, and the way it was developing felt hostile to me. It was classic gender dysphoria, feeling discomfort with your sex. Reading about transgender people online, Powell believed the reason she didn't feel comfortable in her body was that she was in the wrong body. Not that she's a confused little girl growing into a woman's body, which is confusing for every young girl. But no, because she has gender dysphoria. Transitioning seemed like the obvious solution. The narrative she heard and absorbed was that if you don't transition, you'll kill yourself. So she made that clear to her parents. This is in the New York Times now. Yeah, thanks thanks to the New York Times for, yeah. for doing this. At 17, desperate to begin hormone therapy, she broke the news to her parents. They sent her to a gender specialist. In the fall of her senior year, she started cross-sex hormones, went to college. She And then at no point during her medical or surgical transition, Powell says, did anyone ask her about the reasons behind her gender dysphoria or her depression? At no point was she asked about her sexual orientation. At no point was she asked about any previous trauma. So neither the therapists nor the doctors ever learned that she'd been sexually abused as a child. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Raped as a child, afraid of becoming a woman, so they perform experimental procedures on her, backed by activists. I wish there had been more open conversations, she said now. She's 23 and has detransitioned. But I was told there is one cure and one thing to do if this is your problem, and this will help you. And I was right. a kid. I've, and kids I've, have bad judgment. I've probably exhausted all of you. I, I see this unfolding all around me, and it is sick. And it's abusive, and it is doing the worst possible thing you can do to a confused, scared adolescent, and that's stoking their fears. Yeah. Anyway, end of screed for now. I will give the floor. I saw that article, and I appreciate the New York Times doing it, and I listened to an interview with, uh, what's the family that owns the New York Times for the last 150 years? Saltzman? Saltzberger? Uh, Saltzberger, yeah. Saltzberger, they got the Saltzberger that currently runs it, and he talked about the pushback they get whenever they offer this side of the whole trans issue, trans issue and how... I mean, it's just, it's over the top, but they, he felt like they need to stand up and present both sides. So good for them to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. J James Lindsay, and I'll keep this very, very short, wrote a brilliant screed the other day that I wanted to quote at length, but his point was the whole LGBTQ plus minus whatever thing. That very string of letters is a lie because it, it ties the most radical of beliefs to a gay dude, a lesbian woman. And acts as if they're all in one group and all must speak with one group. But guess who it is who's the spokespeople now for that group? The most radical out there. Right. It's really classic Mott and Bailey sort of argument. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But don't fall for it. Mm. Very interesting. Uh, we got a lot on the way, including our tribute to the uh, guy who invented the Pop-Tart who died yesterday at the age of something or other. I think he was like 37 because he ate a lot of Pop-Tarts. No, he was, he was old. Uh <laughs> And a bunch of other stuff all the way. Stay here.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A major milestone in Paris. It was nearly five years ago, Notre Dame Cathedral, after that devastating fire. Work crews removing the scaffolding from the top of the cathedral. The new spire now revealed in full view, a new golden rooster with flaming feathers symbolizing the cathedral rising from the ashes. The cathedral set to reopen next December. Wow, I didn't realize it's been closed that entire time. So if you went to Paris, you couldn't go in uh, Notre Dame, huh? Golden rooster with flaming feathers. Hmm. As Jesus wanted. Um, mentioned the uh, inventor of the Pop-Tart died at the age of 96 yesterday. I mentioned I have probably had a thousand Pop-Tarts in my life. That might be in a, oh, that's easily a low number. Because I probably had a Pop-Tart every day for a decade. So, yeah, um, or more. Anyway, I uh, got a bunch of suggestions from people. Yes, I used to butter my Pop-Tarts. A whole bunch of people did that, too. Brown sugar being the best one to butter, and then you toast it until the uh, the brown sugar actually becomes caramelized and butter it. But somebody said, do you freeze them? Freeze it. They said, you'll change your life. So I've, I've never had a frozen Pop-Tart. I'll, I'll tr- maybe I'll try that with the kids. Hmm. Would you freeze it and then toast it? Or are you eating it frozen? Do you toast it, then freeze it? It's kind of weird and like uh, f- oily if it's not cooked. Because like bacon, which is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy, it self-fries. What does that mean? Well, it, it, it becomes crispy because the oil in it gets superheated in the toaster. And, oh, uh, I that see. gives it that yeah. deliciousness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is delicious. Uh, I'm not going to spend much time on this because just 
nobody cares, and we bring it up, and I just I hear radios clicking off all across America. Uh, but you know, you can get plenty of coverage, and we'll talk more about Mayorkas being impeached. That's a nothing. It's going to disappear into history. It'll it'll accomplish nothing. It'll mean nothing. Nobody'll ever talk about it. But the fact that the interest on our debt now surpasses what we spend on defense spending is monumental. Monumental. Not the total, the interest. I was reading the Dispatch's cover of, coverage of this, and I know one reason is Steve Hayes, founder of the Dispatch, is a big fiscal hawk and thinks it's the most important thing in America. And he's right. But how Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney, when they ran in 2012... Against Barack Obama, they would have a debt clock behind them. And the debt clock hit $16 trillion during their campaign. And they talked Mm -hmm. about how this is the end of America, and it's the most important story, blah, 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 blah. And since then, there are no fiscal hawks, and nobody cares. And that $16 trillion is now $34 trillion. And with interest rates where they are, we now spend more on the interest of our debt than we do on national defense, which is astounding. Yeah. But nobody cares. I'm reminded of uh, things the Founding Fathers said about uh, it's a republic if you can keep it, and there's no way it endures if we don't have a moral populace. Dang it, that's a troubling story. Sorry to trouble you on Valentine's Day. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The vote we will soon take 
to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. We're not being asked to send American troops into war. We are asked to help the Ukrainians defend themselves. If we fail to help Ukraine, Putin will invade a NATO nation. He may delay his next invasion until he rebuilds his decimated military. But we must be clear-eyed. Ukraine is not the end. It is a step. I believe Mitt Romney there thinks he's doing what Winston Churchill was doing in the 30s, giving unpopular speeches to half-empty rooms that someday uh, he would uh, prove to be right to have given. And he hopes to convince if even uh, only a few people, a few people that uh, of the gathering storm, to quote Churchill. Right. Uh, I didn't. I didn't used to think that Putin would go further, but I. I am thinking that now, for a variety of reasons, including Trump's comments about NATO, where Putin would think, you know, they're they're not going to hold together and honor Article Five over one of these tiny little countries. No way. And he might be yeah. right. Yeah, I'm not sure he's right, but uh, but he might react that way. Plus, I would suggest just take Putin at his word. He keeps identifying various parts of Europe and saying, you know, that ought to be ours anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and takes them. So if there are any more on the list, and there are several, I'd take him at his word. You want to do any more omit? Or you feel I don't know. Good about I feel that? good about it. All right. Super. Got a, a handful of emails um, that are uh, uh, on on the topic. There are folks who are skeptical of the Ukraine strategy, want to stop giving them money, that sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to start with this one from Sean, which is perfectly legit. Honestly asking, what's the strategy in Ukraine? Is it just keep fighting until eventually, maybe after decades, the Russians leave? Well, maybe after decades is a little prejudicial, but yeah, it has kind of become that. He says, I can't have any clear sense of what the strategy is. If I don't want to keep giving them weapons, then it means I support Putin. But what is the actual plan here? If there is a plan, Biden needs to communicate it better. If there isn't a plan or if it was that big summer offensive last year that failed, we need an actual plan. The problem isn't funding Ukraine. It is funding Ukraine without giving them an actual strategy. Well, I certainly agree with the uh, the part of the president needs to communicate what what the plan is. And do you have a plan to win? And as if so many people have said, since this started, Joe Biden seems to be committed to giving Ukraine just enough to lose. But delay it for some reason, because he's a pussy, is why. Joe Biden. Yeah, I would agree. I think the strategy was we're going to arm Ukraine to the point that it's so painful for Russia to take and hold territory that they withdraw and say, never mind. History history will never know, but on a uh, in a parallel universe, a president gave Ukraine the stuff we ended up giving them anyway. Right away, Ukraine just bowled over those weak Russian troops that were on the run, pushed them out, and it was over. So a uh, moment of personal growth for me was quite a number of years ago when I internalized the fact that I can't fix everyone. Um, and there are a lot of folks, including people who are quite respectful and, and I appreciate them listening to the show very much, but they indulge in the belief that evidence is proof. 
and that if there's something that seems like something, you declare it to be undeniably true, and you puff out your chest and declare anybody who disagrees an idiot. Um, there's a big difference between evidence and proof. Give me an example. So you mean like you can have, you need enough evidence to get to proof, or? Uh, here's Because uh, you use evidence see. to prove things in a trial, right? Uh, right, but not, uh, you know, and he'd said he didn't like Jack Armstrong and wished he was dead. Well, we'll convict him. You know, Richard Jewell, the alleged Atlanta uh, uh, Olympics bomber, is the perfect example of evidence that's not proof. He was right there. He was a would-be, uh, wannabe cop, lived with his mom. He's the sort of guy, blah, blah, blah. And, and the FBI went crazy trying to prove this guy was guilty. He wasn't. Mm. Anyway, uh, we got, let's see, uh, i got to skip ahead. Um, here's one. You both seem to be wagged by the dog on the Ukraine issue. It's clear Putin's a bad actor and that his invasion of Ukraine was bad for the Ukrainians. But how can you guys both be blinded to the grift going on with the Ukraine war funding? How convenient that after the 20-year spigot was turned off in Afghanistan, the establishment of both parties are eager to spend unlimited amounts of money, military spending, on Russia's border dispute. Uh, even going so far as to pressure Zelensky out of a peace agreement two months into the conflict. Russia's border dispute, dude, I can't, yeah, I can't take that. I mean, come on, Russia's border dispute, there are borders, and Russia doesn't get to decide what the borders are. And if we let Russia or China or anybody else decide what borders are around the world, at the point of a gun, I'll read from John Bolton's speech yesterday, which I'm, I'm sure if you're not into standing up for... Ukraine, you don't respect John Bolton's opinion much anyway. No, they're but he, just shouting ye, neocon, right? Right, but he talks about the world order. Oh, there is no world. I'll just summarize what John Bolton said yesterday. There's no such thing as a world order. That's That that, that doesn't automatically happen. The, the world order that exists is because of the United States and its allies, and it's probably right. only temporary, and it benefits us greatly. It has an, and, and, and would in the future. But so the idea that Mark from uh, Honolulu, who seems like a good guy, he's, he's got beliefs that differ from mine, but that doesn't mean we can't be friends. But the idea that because Afghanistan wound down very, very poorly and it roughly coincided with Putin invading Ukraine and the only reason that we're helping Ukraine now is because the military industrial complex insisted on it and it wasn't a coincidence. And how can you guys be so blind and be wagged by the dog? That's what I'm talking about. You've got some very, very thin gruel of evidence that you're presenting as, as definitive proof. Des DeSantis used Amigo. the DeSantis used the term border dispute at one point, which I just thought was awful. So if 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 we invade Mexico or Canada, we get to say it's a border dispute. Uh, we we've decided we think the border should be over there on the other side of uh, Vancouver. We'd like to have yeah, Vancouver. because historically Thomas Jefferson admired Quebec. Yeah, or something. You know, there's some more. Uh, are we supposed to do a commercial? Yeah, I think we are. Uh, the main email I wanted to get to, which is quite respectful and well thought out. Mm -hmm. I disagree with it, but uh, we'll get to that after a word from our friends at Oxford Gold Group. Tell you what, no matter what you think of John Bolton or Ukraine or funding or whatever, you, you have to agree that the world is a little topsy-turvy right now. And folks are trying to hedge their financial bets against inflation and chaos, often with physical assets like gold and silver. And if you're curious about that, call our friends at Oxford Gold Group. Yeah, in case you've forgotten, we've had regional bank closures, obviously inflation, global instability. Joe was just mentioning potential for World War Three. Now is a good time for precious metals for all kinds of different reasons. 
Uh, if you got a, a bug out plan, precious metals are the best. I mean, they hold on to the value no matter what. Always have throughout history. And again, inflation something I worry about. Go to OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. Request the info kit today or make a purchase of precious metals and you may qualify for up to 10000 bucks in free precious metals. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. If you want to go old school and call them, 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. Now, this, this Ukraine issue isn't one where it, like, makes me mad at people who have the other point of view, like, uh, I don't know, like some of the transgender stuff or whatever. Um, I just think we disagree. But uh, And predicting which way history is going to go is a hard thing. It's always been hard. But, man, if we let go of the world order, boy, we're going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah, that's... Uh, that is one uh, counter argument that I almost never hear posed well. If a guy like me says, our wealth, our, our prosperity, our, our the, the peace, the fact that we enjoy peace, mostly, um, our lifestyles, the health of the economy, etc., it's all dependent on a reasonable amount of security to conduct trade worldwide. Shipping routes, uh, overland routes, uh, countries being peaceful and prosperous so we can buy crap. All of that directly affects your life. And if we have an era of conquest and chaos, that is going to take it in the pants but hard. That is an undeniable fact of history. And if we withdraw American power and influence from the world... That vacuum will be filled instantaneously by bad actors. That, that to me, is close to undeniable. If you have any grasp of history and any grasp of Russia's and, and, and China's current strategies around the world. I have multiple stories squirreled away here about how Russia is trying to poison the well in Africa by claiming that the malaria vaccines that saved millions of lives in Africa uh, that came from the United States, that those were actually a cruel experiment that are killing people. China. China is trying to buy, extort, whatever influence all over the world and turn third world countries against the United States. They are trying as hard as they can to change the world order in a way that would make you miserable, friends. Okay? I believe that to my soul. Hit me with the counterargument. You're a neocon. That's not a counterargument. The military-industrial complex, they are guilty of a hell of a lot. You and I agree on that. Absolutely they are. But you can't claim every time America expresses its power overseas that is purely and simply to to be slaves to the military-industrial complex. That's the argument of a numbskull. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's 90-10. Sometimes it's 80-20. Sometimes it's 60-40. Do I have to keep going? That's why this stuff is hard. Because it's not obviously one thing or another. Well, you'd also obviously have to believe that Putin won't go any further. Because if he does go further into a NATO country, then we're at war and it's a lot more expensive than the money we're sending to Ukraine. We would send, we would spend in a week maybe what we've spent on Ukraine this entire time, if we're actually at war, unless you're then going to also argue, well, then we, we shouldn't honor Article 5 because it's well, a border I'm, dispute with some NATO country. Exactly. And and I don't want to argue in bad faith because I'm railing against people who argue in bad faith, and I don't want to put words into anybody's mouths, but I think a lot of people who are of the opposing point of view to what I've been describing would say, well, we shouldn't be in that 
all or nothing if Moldova has, you know, 15 square feet invaded. Uh, we're at all out nuclear war with Russia. Blah, blah, blah. NATO's been the greatest force for stability, perhaps in the history of the world. Okay? If there is instability, you will despise it. Trust me on that. Well, you don't trust me on that, and that's fine. If we were to dissolve NATO, for instance, which I don't think Trump wants to do for a minute, he's just doing his I'm the toughest guy in the block negotiating style, and it's worked pretty well. Um, if we were to withdraw support for Article 5, you would have an age of conquest and death in Europe, which would then spread. The likes of which mankind has never even imagined, much less experienced. Do I profit from the military-industrial complex? No, I don't. Am I a neocon by any definition I've read? No, absolutely not. I'm a student of history. When you're talking about Europe, it immediately becomes an Asia situation, China situation, yeah. if, the, uh, if the conquest game is back on. Yeah, I mean, I've got some more of these arguments that are... These are tough calls, though, man. This is uh, this is what you get paid the big bucks for, as a president or a sec def or secretary of state. And we got God, we got to get these calls right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough of that. I'm going to hold on to this other email for a while because it makes some arguments that I think ought to be uh, answered. But I okay. don't want to wear everybody well, out. Speaking of wearing everybody out, as a treat, a little dessert, a little uh, red velvet cake, Valentine's Day cupcake. After this meal of geopolitics, coming up later, maybe next hour, the top medical searches state by state. <laughs> Where's America's gonorrhea capital? You'll have to stay tuned. Is this your, what is this, your second married Valentine's Day, Michael? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, well, usually I dip myself red in yep, paint and then right. put rose petals all over my body. I know you have in the past, yes. Yeah. So you're going to continue with that? I'll probably continue with it, despite the inflation cost. <laughs> Fantastic. Inflation has not slowed down you being dipped in red paint. That's good to hear. A lot more on the ways to hear. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, by the way, Michael, I, I, for one, I don't know if anybody else is picking up on this, but your fantastic songs of love you're playing on this Valentine's Day. Really enjoyed it. It's kind of like Yacht Rock. Really a lot of Yacht Rock. Very much like that, yes. <laughs> Katie has breaking news. Breaking news, Donkey. We have about 50 people blocking all lanes of the Golden Gate Bridge. They are pro-Palestinian protesters. I was going to make you stop and then guess what it was. Oh. Climate change. Blew it. Or uh, uh, there's another one that's popular. Oh, um, but this one is what? This is pro, pro-Palestine. Okay. okay. We have about 15 to 20 vehicles stopped. 50 people on the bridge. Enjoy the, uh, the 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 bay, the cold water, the currents under Joe Getty's system. You would be hurled into it. Got to clear traffic. If you, I suggest you tuck and do a cannonball. It's a long way down. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, you want to land f- f- uh, feet first if you can. I think. Yeah, kind of knife your way into the water. Hold your breath. Uh, Fifty people is gonna stop traffic completely. Rush Hour, Golden Gate Bridge. If you're not familiar with it, it is uh, very busy. And um, if they they will not be prosecuted nope. in any significant no, way, I'll bet. No, 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 no. they'll be let go because their cause is lefty. If they were in favor of anything right of Mitt Romney, they would be thrown in jail for five years. 
Right. If they were uh, pro-Israel. Yeah. Um, we we got to come. We got to fix that. Worldwide has to fix this. You don't get to throw paint on the Mona Lisa because it's getting hotter outside or shut down traffic in New York or San Francisco because you, you don't like our foreign policy. We got We got to end this somehow. You want to have a giant march with a million people? Get the paperwork and do it, and you'll get plenty of attention. But you don't get to stop me from going to work. It's like that guy in, uh, that was somewhere in New York, right? That black guy had the people in front of his car. Look, I'm not going to run you over, but I got to get to work. You guys are morons. <laughs> That's right. I can't lose my job. I just started it, right? Hurl them into the ditch, end or the bay. Hey, it's not, I didn't ask you to block traffic on a giant bridge high in the air. Joe just went on a long explanation of the importance of, uh, what, keeping the world order, I guess, in general? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Not withdrawing American power so it's filled by uh, others. Hey, Joe, that was the biggest pile of steaming bullcrap you've ever served up. I'm worried about you. Uh, And we did get a lot of uh, more more detailed uh, pushback on uh, what is both of our views on this. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, It's something. Um, and, uh, at least so far your argument, not you, Joe, but you, the, uh, the, the texters who don't think we should be supporting Ukraine is winning the day. I mean, there are enough Republicans that are stopping any funding from happening. And so far there's a decent chance we're not going to fund them anymore and they're going to lose. And Russia is going to keep that amount of territory, if not take the capital in the whole country. Yeah, there are a couple of arguments going on. You could be against continued Ukraine funding, but be in favor of America continuing to project power all over the world in in concert with our, our allies. I, I understand that. I haven't run into that person yet, but maybe they It's exist. rare-ish, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you think what I said about... Uh, withdrawing uh, from from you know the mechanisms that ensure order in the world and it being filled immediately by evildoers is crap. I don't know how to help you. Right. I don't. I get, it's hard to let go of this argument, but it's just so. And I don't want to sound condescending because I don't like when people do that to me. If I did, but so you think that if Russia gets to do whatever they want to do. Or China gets to do whatever they want to do. Our lo- lifestyle in the United States is going to continue the same. I just don't understand that. Yeah, I'm trying not to be hurtful too, but it's a little hard. You don't understand how things work, or is or do you think Europe will step up and push? Russia out without us, and we don't have to do it. It's their neighborhood, although I'm putting words in your mouth because nobody has said that. I don't have to worry about my county. I'm just going to protect my house. I don't have to worry about my town. I'm just going to protect my house. I don't have to worry about my block. I'm just going to have to protect my house. Then it's just your house. And they came for your house, and there was nobody there. Well, you were there. You're missing my metaphor. You're still there. You're not at all. They're there. I'm not there. What if I'm out of town? Does that make a difference? I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.